on the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. It is time to look at today's meeting at Bet365 Wodonga. It's a huge 10-race card with Monday Racing back again. And Warren Huntley's had a big weekend across the airways of RSN on Racing.com. And he's no doubt enjoyed a, a huge weekend of racing. And he's just got 10 winners to find us today at Wodonga as well. Good morning, Was. How are you? Oh, I'm very well, thanks, Michael. That sounds like a simple task. <laughs> uh, I love listening to you and the boys yesterday. It was uh, an interesting weekend of racing with a few bubbles maybe uh, bursting and uh, the return of half cabin was just simply stunning. Uh, was he your highlight of the weekend? I think he was. Uh, yeah, I thought just you love to see the class horses come back and obviously having that, that bleed that was effectively self-reported ruling out of the Caulfield Guineas to see him come back in such dominant fashion. That's what we love to see and... Uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing him progress on and, and you know, the, the split between the Randwick and the, the Australian Guineas, seeing the three-year-olds progress and really looking forward to seeing there effectively that the sprinting filly in secret for Godolphin when she comes back to, uh, I think, they're two of the highlight horses for the future. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Certainly exciting weeks ahead. Uh, we need to find a Monday winner, though. What do you make of the meeting overall at Wodonga? Yeah, I think there's a few races that uh, there's horses that have been well found in the market but look very hard to beat, so... Um, it's a bit of an old cliche that we say we, we need to shoot straight, but I think if we hone on the right races, we'll finish in front. I thought I had a, a bit of value somewhere around about double figures yesterday. I didn't think it was a good thing by any stretch of the imagination. It's into four dollars now, so hopefully we're on the right trend there. And just before we get on to Ben Brisbane and, and delve deep into this meeting, there's some news this morning which uh, I think the industry as a whole and participants will be pretty happy with. The English race series is being boosted by. $5 million worth of bonuses for eligible horses uh, and it's focused on maidens, which is, I know a lot of talk about this, but I think there's been uh, a lot of owners and trainers pretty happy that this extra bonus money is going into these maidens. So the extra bonus series will see 50 maidens uh, around Australia and the most predominant number of those will be in New South Wales and Victoria with a $100,000 bonus to the winner of these maidens. So... Uh, the horses that are, are sold through the English sales can go to one of these English maidens and have a $100,000 bonus if you can win your first race. Yeah, I think we, we've seen how well the, the maidens boosted in prize money at, uh, at Packenham in the Future Star Series have been well supported. And, and a lot of trainers will tell you, uh, you get owners involved. if they When they get the maiden, they're, you, know, you win that first race with a horse. It's such a, an important part. And sometimes it's one of the hardest races to win. And and if you get extremely well rewarded for that, you're much more inclined to be reinvesting. So I think, one, it helps the ownership base because you're getting good prize money for winning a maiden. It goes without saying that that's a great result. But it also helps the trainers in being able to encourage those owners to, to reinvest. Obviously, you know, some people want to take a chunk of the prize money. But if you're getting that type of reward for winning your maiden, I know it's been a, a topic that Wayne Hawkes has mentioned many times over the years, that... The maidens are the races that you really want to be rewarding the owners for winning, and there's a huge chance that a lot of that money will end up back in the industry. Yeah, there is no doubt about that. Uh, all right, well, that is good news. We'll have a chat to the team from Inglis uh, in the next couple of days as well about the bonus series. Race one today at Wodonga is due to start at 12.30. Uh, in this race, we can scratch three... 9, 13, 15 and 17. World Rain is the favourite for Nick Ryan who had a good winner yesterday at Salas at $2.70. Uh, Regi uh, 
Rem, Remy Gius is at $3.20. Boogie Street uh, also from the Hayes Stable is at $6. How did you see the first, Warren? Yeah, I thought the, the horses in the market are, are the main chances. World Rain's been very heavily supported in the last couple of hours, probably the last 24 hours or so. I thought his recent jump out was encouraging. Spelled after his debut run for the Nick Ryan stable. Worth noting that Nick Ryan, although he not like he goes to Wodonga every week, but he's travelling at better than 40% with his strike rate at Wodonga, and he's got a couple of key chances Jeez. today. So when he takes horses right up the highway to Wodonga, he's got a great strike rate, great strike rate in general. But I do think World Rain's the one to beat. I thought his recent jump out was encouraging enough and strikes a very winnable race. 1,400 metres, a suitable trip first up. Five, Remigus from the, the Hayes stable. I thought worked home quite well first up. The rising distance is going to suit. Both those horses are drawn out a bit, but I think they have probably got a touch of a class edge in a race that does fall away. Touch stable mate to uh, to the second selection in Boogie Streets, nice and fit. Was a solid performance last start. Gets that little claim for Anna Edgley, and I thought maybe eleven Tijuana Gold who had to take some evasive action in that race at Vanilla, where there was a fall last start. Seemed to be travelling okay at that stage and was in the market. Might be next best. Seven five eight eleven. Seven, five, eight, and eleven in the first at Wodonga. Race number two is a maiden over twelve hundred metres. Uh, no scratchings here. Release the brakes. Another one from uh, the Hayes Camp is the favourite here at two dollars and sixty cents. Uh, Sting Jet three ten. Then we're out to Bromeo at four dollars, which opened up at eleven dollars, and is now into four dollars. And she's rich enough is a nine dollar chance. Both of those are trained by Ben Brisbane, who's got a big team heading to Wodonga, and he joins us this morning. Good morning, Ben. Morning, guys. Uh, do we take the lead from the market support for uh, Bromeo here? Open up $11 and is now $4 third favourite. Yeah, I think so. I um, probably went up overs and uh, he's been trying out for a good barrier, which he gets today. He's rock hard fit. He'll put himself on speed and hopefully take a bit of catching. So you've got him on top of she's uh, rich enough from the two? I have, but only only because of the uh, racing pattern. Um, you know, Bromeo will be right up on speed and make his own luck if he's rich enough. Uh, we'll be getting cover and we'll be coming home. And, and uh, if they go too hard in front, then she'll be one coming, coming over the top. In race number four, you've got Real Peaky, who uh, has been 41s into 21s. So a little bit of specking for Real Peaky as well. Yeah, it doesn't look really strong if the race is... Um, He'll benefit for getting up to 2,000 metres. Physically, he's ready to rock and roll. Mentally, he's still a little bit soft. But um, I expect him to run better than he has previously. Race number five, you've got War at Sea, who's uh, considered a roughie. Can it improve on its first up run? I'd be more confident if he had a better barrier. He'll, he'll get back and be running on. But it just depends whether um, they go too hard in front and whether the back market's going to get into it. Race number seven, you've got Bella, uh, Bellarina Magic. Uh, third up today, is she ready to hit her straps? Absolutely, ready to rock and roll. Probably a little bit ring rough to birth two. Um, suitable distance, suitable uh, grade, and he'll match very well. And if she brings her best, I think she'll be right in there at the So she's $8, so is she one of your, your better hopes of the day, do you think, Ben? I think so. If she brings the track work to the races, she'll be very, very competitive. That's a good push there. In race number eight, you've got Grand Sassy, uh, another one who is in the market at around about $7. Second up today? 
Race number nine, you've got Graphite Mist, who's drawn a good gate. Barrier number two. Uh, and you've only had this for the one run, which was fourth of eight at Albury. And it's been specced as well, $11 into $7 today. Yeah, I didn't think it was a race that was overly strong. Um, the barrier's key, I think, to put herself in the first four and do no work the first half of the race. We're going up to the 1,400 and the is on. So we're still learning a bit about it, but her track first is solid since her last run, and uh, she'll be very competitive as well. And then you've got your eight-year-old mare, Mishinka, who goes around in the last race, number 10, at a good each-way price as well. What are your thoughts on Mishinka today? Yeah, I, I thought she was well over that. She's um, drawn nicely, uh, senior rider on. Um, she's good map in the first half of the field, uh, where she normally gets a bit further back. Uh, we've been giving her a freshen up since that last run, and she's been galloping really well, looks a million dollars. Uh, I'd expect her to run top three or four. You've got a, a nice team in today. There's been some market support for a few of them. Who are your best couple, do you think, Ben? Um, we're, we're pretty keen on Bromeo. Uh, as long as nothing goes wrong at the start and we can get away cleanly, I think it'd be hard to catch. Um, and I'd I'd just say the rest of them are uh, fair each-way chances without a stand Good on you, Ben. Best of luck today. Thanks very much. So that is uh, Ben Brisbane there. And as we speak, Warren, uh, it just continues to firm up. Bromeo now into $3.90 uh, in race number two. The favourite is release the brakes at two sixty. Sting at three sixty. So this has been a pretty good move here for Bromeo. Yeah, and look, I think he's one of three key winning hopes. And, and again, you know, the, the market's identified the, the chances and we're just going to have to uh, you know, pick our mark and I suppose play in the right races. I thought Release the Brakes performed through that Zadar Sunset race was held up okay last start and Release the Brakes was, was wide on that occasion, battled on pretty well I thought was well in the market, probably ready to break through but the same could be said for number four Stingjet who will be fitter for one run back from a spell, was strung up near the inside first up, was come okay when, uh, when clear and, and drawn to get a clearer run today Bromeo probably going to settle in front of those horses and I can understand the market support there from an inside draw on a good track at Wodonga that's not a bad spot to be and Princess Tozen might be might be next best will be fitter for one run back from a spell 6415 6415 and 5 in race number 3 uh, we've got a greyhound race coming up in a few moments but we'll get through race 3 which is over the 1100 metres scratchings here 2 and 11 Johnny what's on for Nick Ryan Another well-supported favourite into $1.70. I'm a guru, three thirty. Sunset Lady, $11. Are you with the favourite here, Warren? Look, I am. I thought his jump outs going into the first up run, the debut run, were, were good. Mentioned that Nick Ryan's got a terrific strike rate full stop, but an even better than his, uh, his normal strike rate here at Wodonga. Well, he's the one to beat, but he's tight enough in the market. But, uh, you know, if you're looking for value, you've got to be able to try and find something to beat it. And, uh, and I'm struggling. I thought poor... I'm a guru, has jumped out well to resume and can take advantage of a reasonably favourable draw. Good to see Danny Beasley crossing the border to ride at Wodonga today. Nine, Sunset Lady. She's resuming from a lengthy break. Her trials and jump outs have been encouraging. She's got tactical speed. 
maybe 13, wall to wall. It's the horse that was riding the speed when uh, when the, the looked like the stirrup broke and, and Lockie King was dislodged, but looked to be travelling quite well on that occasion. The rest of the meeting was, was called off, but I thought that horse was travelling well and maybe an indication that uh, is there to give a sight somewhere near the speed. 5, 4, 9, 13. 5, 4, 9 and 13 in race number 3. Race number 4 at Wodonga is over 2,050. Uh, take out number 1, Glorious Defiance, 350. Rendezvous is at 420. Lord of Penno, 650 of the top three in the market. Warren? Yeah, I think numbers 11 and 9 are probably the key runners and I don't think there's necessarily a lot between them. Number 11, Glorious Defiance, closed off well over the shorter course last start. She gets the blinkers on here and... Of course, I think is the main danger, number nine, Rendezvous, probably settles in front of Glorious Defiance and gets the, the winkers on. And they're both shaping like the rising distance will suit. I've gone 11 ahead of nine. Two Lord of Pinot looks the other key, winning hope. He's battling away OK, no real excuses. Last start, but he's stuck on OK. And I think getting back up in distance is probably a positive there. And a gap to number 10, Subculture, who probably just doesn't have a lot of race smarts early in the race, but... If there's an opportunity to set a little bit more forward from a favourable draw, might be able to be in a, in a better position when the pressure goes on. 11, 9, 2 and 10. 11, 9, 2 and 10 in the fourth race at Wodonga. Race number five uh, is over 2,050 metres here as well. We can scratch 13 and 14. Otisadorum for the Hayes Camps at $2.90. Carisbrook, $4.00. Jen uh, Giro at $5 and Kimmy Be Cool, 9 Warren. This is a horse that I thought was a bit of value yesterday and it's a little bit of a leap of faith for number three, Carisbrook, but there was a, a strong push for it first Australian run at Colac. Stewart's report notes that it didn't handle the undulating circuit there. The blinkers go on here in Rod Lyons colours for the Marin Eustace stable and I thought it strikes a suitable race, probably suited up in distance. I was each way at $9 yesterday, but that's trimmed right up. Three ahead of five. Orticia Dorum, who's consistent and fit, just doesn't win out of turn. Nine, Kimmy Be Cool, you could probably say the same. Fit, consistent, gets the claim for Matty Chadwick. And Mac Beale won an easier racing good style last start. I was three each way. Values tripping up ahead of five, nine and one. Three each way and the value has gone. And I forgot to bloody ask Kieran about his runners today as well. So uh, the push is there. $11 into $4. Kara's book in race number five. Uh, uh, we're five of ten through. What we'll do is we'll take a quick break now because we do have uh, Greyhound race hot on our heels, the first at Ballarat with Ronnie Hawkswell. So we'll take a break, come back with Ballarat race one, and then we'll get back into the preview of Wodonga. On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. Yes, it is the Victorian Form Preview for Bet365 Wodonga today. Warren Huntley is finding us all the winners and we are up to race number six on a big 10 race card. This is a benchmark 58 over 2,050 metres. Uh, in this race, uh, sorry, it's over 1,100 metres, so benchmark 58. And in this race, don't hesitate. It's into odds on now. $1.95, the favourite. Scratchings are 4, 6, 9 and 14. Uh, Mount Nibis, who was given a good push by Rick McIntosh, is at $6. Reward the Master, 650 And Zooming Zebra, 650 as well. So it's into the red, this favourite here. Warren, do you like it? Look, I think it's probably the most likely winner, Michael, but again, you, you, you're trying to find the horses you think are the most likely winners or alternatively ones that are good value, and, and I think, don't hesitate, just looks the most likely winner. The 
price has trimmed up, but that run down the straight at Flemington first up behind Smile and Wave, albeit at good odds, but clearly good enough to be competitive here and only relatively lightly raced. Looks to have come back well and looks to have the tactical speed to be able to offset that draw. So, um, looks hard to beat here for me. Number one, don't hesitate. Head of eight, Zooming Zebra, who will be nice and fit, will be strong late. Mount Ibis is in career best form here and Mars really got the horse going well. It's a tougher assignment here and, and a slightly awkward draw with a, a relatively inexperienced rider on, but uh, riders making good fits of it around the, the New South Wales border regions here, so um, certainly trusting that, that form line. And Reward the Masters, another one that comes through that race, rapid racing at Flemington, and ran OK on that occasion behind Senegalia, Will Strip Fitter, and this is an easier race. One eight three two. One eight three and two in race number six. The first leg of the quaddy is race number seven, a fifty-eight over eleven hundred metres. And in this race, the scratchings are one and two. Golf of Aden is the three ten favourite. Miss Moose is five fifty. Journey to Petra at seven dollars, and Ian's Boy seven dollars as well. Do we need a few in this first leg, Warren? I'm only taking a couple, Michael. I think it's a relatively skinny quaddy, and um, you know, either way, we've just got to try and make sure we, we get through the, the skinnier legs and, and then go a little bit wider in a couple of the legs. Gulf of Aden's a bit of an enigma, a relatively recent addition to Dan McCarthy's stable. If he took his trial and jump out form for the races, uh, he'd probably win this with his head on his chest. And I'm actually keen to be with him on an each-way basis prior to uh, Onika coming out as a scratching this morning. Stood flat-footed last time, so had to go back to the trials, has trialled well. If he can take his trial form to the races with a tongue-tie and a visor on today, then he's going to be very hard to beat, put himself on the speed and be hard to get past. Ten Miss Mouse could be the danger. The Osmond Stable's got a, a good team right throughout the card here. Claim for Matty Chadwick, a positive. Five Journey to Petra will strip Pitter for that first run. And number nine... Ian's boy, haven't seen a trial or a jump out, so any late market support might prove telling. But I do think if Gulf of Aden jumps with them, he's clearly the one to beat. Four ten five nine. Four ten five and nine. Good push for the favourite Gulf of Aden in the first leg of the quaddy. Race number eight, a, ben- a benchmark fifty eight over thirteen hundred metres. Take out number eleven. And Lake Tai for Smiley Chan is the two dollar forty favourite. Uh, Pono Kitoro is at $5, Grand Sassy at $7, and Little Pickle is an $8 chance as well. Uh, will Smiley be smiling after race number eight? Look, I think he can be, and uh, along with Nick Ryan, he's got a really impressive strike rate here, but he's had two runners at the track in recent times, and they both won. So he's batting at 100%, but from a low sample size. I do think Lake Ties. The one to beat last run was in stronger company, had two good runs this preparation, got that little bit of race fitness on a number of the key rivals here and drops in grade. So it's hard to knock the, the market honing in on Lake tie. One for me, hit a five, Pono Katoro, who's jumped out quite nicely to resume for the Marin Eustace stable and does have the inside draw to try and get a, a, a soft run first up without the benefit of race fitness on her side. Furlax is a, a bit of an enigma. He's a talented galloper. He looks to have trialled up OK to resume. The blinkers and the pacifier on, the visor comes off and a stallion chain to try and help him get in the barrier. So he's not absolutely straightforward, but he's got the talent to be competitive in this grade. And I think it's a reasonable trip to be kicking off 1,300 metres. Grand Sassy, next best for me, should be strong late. One five four seven. One five four and 7 
uh, in race number eight. So Smiley Chan and the favourite Lake Tie there. The ninth race is the penultimate on the card. It's a benchmark 58 over 1,300 metres. No scratchings here. And uh, Pruinga is the $4.60 favourite. Dunvegan, $5.50. Debatable, $6.00. Media Empire, $6.50. And we heard from Ben Brisbane before as well. Graphite missed in the market at $7.00. Warren? Yeah, gets the, the blinkers on there, Graphite Mist. Look, I think two horses coming through the same race last start that arguably didn't have the, the best of luck, both of them, in number one, Pruinga, and number eight, Admil. I think that's the right form line here. I'm leaning one ahead of eight, but, uh, gee, they both hit the line well last start, and they both had little luck at crucial stages. So potentially not a lot between them. Number three, Red Impulse, is a horse who's got a, a good record here at the track. Six starts at the track for four wins and a placing. So solely on that record, I think Red Impulse has to go in and held her ground OK last start. Another part of the, the Russell Osborne stable here today that I think have got strong claims. Six, Media Empire could be the improver at odds. Been back to the trials between runs. A couple of gear changes with the visor coming on and the winkers coming off. And that trial between runs was quite encouraging. So I think there could be some improvement in the most recent form of Media Empire if it runs up to that trial. One, eight, three, six. One, eight, three, and six in the second last. And that brings us to race number 10. Due to jump at five o'clock this afternoon. It's a benchmark 58 over 15.90. In this race, they all go round, and Euphemia is the favourite. Uh, hoping to break through after three seconds. $2.70. Ab Sailor is at $4.40. Uh, Tulligan, $5.50. And Old Greg, $7.50. Uh, do we come home skinny here, Warren? No, skinny enough in the first couple of leagues and wide enough in the last few. Numbers 2, 5, 3 and 4 for me in that order. Ab Sailor was beaten at the picnics last start, but pulled up with a degree of lameness. And the previous form was really solid. Three runs ago was uh, only narrowly beat by Riverina Cyclone, which is... Clearly good enough form to be hard to beat here. Two, at a five, Euphemia, who's fit, consistent. Uh, no real excuses last start, but for an inside draw, should get every opportunity again. Then the Mitchell Beer stable mates, number three, Old Greg, and four, Tullagana, are fit, going well, consistent, and, and look well-placed in this grade. Two, five, three, four. Two, five, three, and four in the last. So we've got ten races to weave our way through at Wodonga today. What's the best way to play? Well, I made race three, number five, Johnny Watts on the best. I was much happier with the, the black odds that were available, but I do think he could break through race three, number five. Pretty keen race six, number one, don't hesitate also as a next best, and the values diminished significantly, but race five, number three, Carisbrook was the one that I thought was over the odds in early markets. Quaddy first leg, just numbers four and ten. Second leg, numbers one and five. Third leg, one, three, six and eight. Home with numbers two, three, four and five, and with not a lot of value throughout the, the meeting. Got to try and uh, just take two of the better bets as a multi-all-up win as the player today. Race three, number five, Johnny Watson. In a race six, number one, don't hesitate. Uh, so that's uh, race three, number five, into uh, race six, number one, don't hesitate. And uh, you can get 341 for that little multi. So uh, that might be a nice way to play the afternoon. Uh, was good tipping, good punting today. We'll need to shoot straight, Michael. Give them three. Warren Huntley, good luck. Uh, he's the man to find us all the Monday winners at Wodonga.